the Askell Primary Leaders Podcast with Tiff Harris. Hello everyone, welcome to another primary podcast and I'm joined today by Alison Tarrant who is the CEO of School Library Association. Hi Alison. Hi Tiffany. It's really great to be talking to you today. Um, Alison and I first chatted, I think it was probably just before the pandemic or round about the pandemic. I know that we were um, stuck in our houses, so it's probably round about that time that I first met you. All very and blurry, isn't it? It was, it was yeah. at that time. Was, <laughs> it's in the was, blurry time. <laughs> wasn't in the blurry times, and it was either pre, during or post-pandemic. But I, I remember chatting to you then because I think we had for some reason, I think we had a little bit of time then to get to meet some people that we probably wouldn't normally have come into contact with. And I was absolutely honoured to meet you and hear about the work that you're doing in um, for school library. And I think actually it was during the pandemic because at the time schools were closed and you were talking at the time about what you were doing to get books out to kids. So it was a very basic thing. I know you do a lot more than that, but at the time that's what we were talking about. So it's great yeah. now that we've moved out of that time and yeah. I can talk to you properly about the work that you're doing. So I'm going to stop talking and ask you to talk a little bit about you, about your life and your career and what you're doing now and how you got to this leadership role yourself. Amazing. Well, thank you. And thank you for inviting me to chat to you uh, today. So I think like looking back, it all seems quite kind of condensed, but I've managed to fit quite a bit in. And I think similar to most of your listeners, there will be lots of things that you take from different roles or different experiences that will add into the the leader that you are today and how you kind of fulfill your leadership role. Um, so for me, there's there's definitely elements of the, the pub work that I did in my late teens and early 20s. I worked in um, as a stage manager in the theatre um, I was a dame's dresser for a pantomime version of Aladdin, so I can officially change someone's entire outfit, including shoes, in 30 seconds flat. Um, no, no, is... no, no. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> we, you can't carry on now. So so what actually is that? What, what, what is a, so, a, a dame's dresser? That's a role in, yeah. in itself? Yeah. So in the pantomime, you have the dame, and the dame's dresser is the person who is waiting in the wings with their handbag, necklace, hat, shoes, dress, and they come off, change the whole outfit, and then go back on. And yeah, sometimes we were doing it in 20 seconds flat. It was that is yeah, quite awesome. intense. You know, actually, <laughs> yeah. I know we're going off, off tangent a little bit here. I always wondered who did that because yeah. sometimes it's instant, isn't it? Is it, you know, the, yeah. the bit where just before the wedding scene at the end where they, where they mm-hmm. go off and then suddenly 10 seconds later, they're back in an amazing... Yeah different outfit that's down yeah. to that would have been down to you once. yeah down to yeah stage management and prop hands and yeah the whole the whole team that you don't ever see in a theater okay um, so where did you go yeah. how from that to from school there. library so sorry I did jump in there it was just fascinating no no you're fine so um yeah so I was doing that and I did a bit of theater while I was at university studying English literature and then got to the end of that and like I think quite a few people who do an English literature degree went what do I do now um and it was just like quite a practical thing of really sitting down and looking at the things that I was really interested in loved reading always have 
um, absolutely love learning, just the process of learning. And I've always been really keen on on kind of on education in its own right as something that is fulfilling and important. Um, but knew I didn't want to be a teacher. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, just kind of was thinking about other options and came across librarianship. And then the idea of school librarianship, which is such a kind of broad um, but important kind of piece of the education puzzle just really, really appealed. Um, so I went from there and did some volunteering and then I did my graduate traineeship at Emmanuel College in Cambridge and from there went and did a master's in library and information management at Aberystwyth. Um, and then was school library assistant and then uh, librarian. And then the role before I started as CEO um, was implementing a new library in a brand new school. Um, so a free school that started with just year seven pupils and we built up from there. And in that kind of four and a half year period, we built the school library and then three years later had to extend it because we had grown the population, the pupil population, and the library was just too busy. We needed more space. Um, so, yeah, built it and then kind of knocked it down and started again. Um, so, yeah, and that was amazing because I think there are really, there are so many opportunities that you get from that experience and it's quite unique starting a kind of school in that way but for me it was incredible because I was a member of support staff but one of only kind of six full-time members of staff at that school at the beginning so really kind of tight bonds really positive teamwork properly supportive team because you're all there with the same aim and objective and, you know, the roles, you know, that I got to try and kind of build onto librarianship because we didn't have the kind of the bigger staff team um, was really good. So I was a member of middle management um, and for a time I was like more able lead. I was a form tutor for two years um, I taught PSHE as sick cover for a while. Um, and so, you know, that kind of understanding of things not just from the library perspective but from you know not 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 the heads level but from that level of actually leadership within a school and um, and the demands on people's time and sometimes that that kind of friction between the ideal and the reality you know all of that is knowledge and experience that I've brought with me into into the role I do now. That's that's brilliant. And it's so refreshing to hear you talk about that. And I was I was just thinking while you were talking about my own background, you it just you said at the beginning this is very similar to other people's background. And and I also um studied English literature at university. And I think back to what what led me there. And and actually I, I think it was for me, it was my it was my teachers. It was it's probably my GCSE English teacher um, was was had probably the most influence in the in in that degree choice, but also the work of the school librarian that I had in my life. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Now we're talking, when I say that, I'm talking about reading. But what I'm going to say to you now is the, the, the role of the school librarian is so broad and vast, isn't it? Now, yeah. I'm, I'm talking to Alison on a, on a Teams link here. So I can see her nodding at this. And actually, when you hear this, listeners at home, it'll be an audio. Um, but I, I can see her. It is a hard nod because... Then, obviously, I went into school leadership myself and I can see the different roles that libraries in schools have. Now, I know Alison's going to talk a little bit about this at the moment. And I know listeners might be in a full range of some schools don't have a library or a librarian at all. Right mm -hmm. through to those that have this huge library that's possibly called a learning resource centre that's got different people in there and qualified to different levels doing different things. So. We also know, because Alice and I had a little conversation before this about the role of libraries more recently, particularly um, in primary schools and reading being at the heart of um, an inspection. In an ins if, if an inspection is something that was looming upon you on the horizon, um, we know how important reading was during the pandemic. We've talked about that at the start and we know the importance of reading. But it's not just about reading is the point I'm making here, is it? It's making mm -hmm. a difference to those lives of children in their learning um, making improvements to their own lives through the work that is being done in the library. Now, the second question then for Alison is, I'd like you to talk through some of the work that you've been doing at SLA. And I know that some of that is research, some of it's projects that you've been working on. I know about these because you told me about them already, but I'm really excited for you to talk to them, <laughs> talk about them to our <laughs> listeners now. So talk about some of the stuff that you've been doing. Brilliant. Well, I mean, it, just to start off with, for anyone who doesn't know the School Library Association, um, it was set up in 1937. So last year we celebrated our 85th anniversary and we are a charity and we advocate for school libraries, but we're very pupil focused. So we are here for the same reason that you guys are there. And that's about the people and the pupils educational experience. And, you know, I believe in school libraries completely, partly because I've seen what they can do firsthand. I've been that librarian in the school having the impact. So I see my role now is trying to support all of our members to to do the same or to do the things that their senior leaders are asking them to do. And yes, a lot of that is around reading for pleasure and building a reading culture. A lot of it is around reading a across the curriculum and that kind of disciplinary literacy element. A lot of it is around media and information literacy um, and research skills. And there's also elements of kind of just well-being and pupil inclusion and all these other kind of amazing things that can happen in a school library. And they're just, it's so much more than just the sum of its parts if it's allowed to, to be that and allowed to blossom. So a lot of the work that we do um, is supporting schools, everyone in a school, to make sure that their school library is doing what they want it to do in the best way possible. So we have an advice line which is available for all of our members. Um, we do a range of other things, some of which is around celebrating what's happening 
happening at the moment. So we've got four awards that we run. Um, little plug, the deadline is open. It's looming though. So if you have a fantastic school library, if you're listening to this and going, yeah, my school library is the best, um, then come and share that. Um, and yeah, deadline for that is the 1st of December. Um, we've also got our publications that we kind of write and produce and we've got two that are new out. So one is establishing a primary school library and the other is making school libraries integral to education. We've got um, on-demand courses because we all know how time poor all school staff are. Um, so we've got one around establishing a sixth form library and then one for those school librarians who are completely new to the sector. So we find that school librarians come from a huge range of backgrounds, some teachers, some TAs, publishing, project management, like there's a huge range. Um, so, you know, if you've got a school librarian who's brand new, that might be um, a good course for them. We're planning our our weekend course for next year. I know you're planning conferences for next year as well, which we'll come to. Um, but we're super excited. Um, we've got some great speakers for that weekend course and we're just kind of pulling together the final threads. And that I know you all know this, that always takes more time than you think it's going to just pull that package together and make sure it's the best experience it can be. But I love doing that. And those weekends are just so good for hearing stories and for networking. And I think particularly for, you know, school library staff who are, you know, in most schools doing it on their own. They don't have that kind of opportunity to go to the staff room because the library's always always busier in free times and you don't have anyone else who's doing exactly the same job as you. So it can be quite isolating and quite difficult. So providing that opportunity to kind of network and just have some have some venting time or some inspiration time is is really good. That's that's great. And um and we've also taken a lot of Alison's time up because I've invited her to um, speak for us at ASCL. Um, just on the nominations, if you are an ASCL member and you sign up to our newsletters, you will see a link to that um, nomination um, what, what what is it? It's, it's just a link. It's a link that takes us to link, your yeah. to your website. But it's it's a link for you to put a nomination um, forward. So if you get to our newsletters, do have a look in there. You can also find that on the School Library Association website. But if you get our newsletters, it will remind you that it's there. So just going back on to what I've invited you to come and do for us. So on the seventh of December. Um, at 4pm, you are going to be presenting a webinar for ASCL on part of our Leading On series called Unlocking the Potential of Your School Library to Drive School Improvement. And you're going to be talking about a lot of the things that you've just touched upon now, but some case studies, examples about how that can be done. And I think that's aimed at everybody, but especially for those leaders who perhaps um, are starting to see the importance of a school library, but don't really have anything in place, don't know where to start. But then at the other extreme, there's those that have got that in place, had it in place for a while, but it's not really been utilised to its fullest extent. So you're going to talk through that. But I'm dead excited about that. I'm going to be hosting you. So that's going to be brilliant. But I'm also really excited that you're going to be speaking at our live face-to-face, -face, first ever actual face-to-face -face literacy conference for ASCAL on the 16th of January in Leeds. Oh, I'm delighted about that. And you're going to be talking there about the 
important role of a school library and how it improves literacy, particularly for those um, pupils for whom literacy is more of a challenge. So that's a bit of a focus that you have there. But what you're going to do is provide our delegates that go to that conference with a reading development plan. It's a little tool that you're going to give them that they can use, perhaps in conjunction with World Book Day, to springboard their planning for the next 12 months ahead. And I think that's amazing. So amazing, though, but I want you to tell me, in a nutshell, what is a reading development plan? So the reading development plan, as you say, is a it's a tool that you can use to help kind of focus and track the the changes that that you make I think it can be quite difficult when thinking about things like a reading culture because it's quite a big kind of untouchable it's like fog you know culture is incredibly hard um to kind of measure or track any of that um but a reading sorry a reading development plan can really help you do that by thinking about kind of breaking it down into key steps and then kind of key achievements. So it kind of breaks it down from this kind of big thing that just sits above everything into something that's very um, action focused, very, this session will be very, very practical, um, leaving with a solid understanding of what school libraries can do, why they're important and what kind of the leader's role in that is. and sometimes that will be on the ground doing it. Sometimes that will be providing the vision and support and accountability for other people who are doing that. So the reading development plan just kind of helps to break something that's quite big down into just chunks so that it's more manageable and and easier to achieve. Wow, that's going to be such a useful tool. So thank you for providing that. I'm so excited about that too. I'm just so excited that you're going to be there. And you're also going to have a, a little stand um, yeah. in, in for people to come visit um, you and your team in the break. Um, so it's going to be great. Loads and loads of stuff there. In the meantime, though, everyone can check out your website, which is obviously School Library Association. And I'll put the link um, alongside the title for this um podcast today so you can um you can click straight onto that if you're listening um right I'm going to ask you a question now I'm going to get told off I know because um (laughs) I I did say at the start a school library is not just about reading um so so basically um what we're talking about here is a school library that also works on revision it also does reading it can be from early years right the way up to post 16 it can cover Mm -hmm. learning resources all abilities all children, all types, be fully inclusive. It can be somebody that has very little support to those that have huge amounts of support to schools that have no library at all. And I'm going to ask you this question now. What advice and support do you have <laughs> for school leaders thinking about enhancing or developing or utilising their school library? And we're in a podcast that's about 20 minutes long. You're going to yeah. tell me off, I know. But <laughs> advice, support for leaders listening to this now to, to yeah. encompass all we've talked about. What, would, what, what advice okay. or support would you say? So that's a huge question. Um, <laughs> So school libraries, as you've said, are so broad and varied and, you know, the sum of their context as well. So what I would say is 
don't be afraid to come and ask me questions. If you're at the literacy conference, come to the stand, just have a chat with me and tell me about your context. Um, the SLA is there for everyone. It's for senior leaders as much as it is for the school library staff. So, um, you know, get in touch. We've got an advice line for for you so you can make use of it and we are as i mentioned at the beginning pupil focused and our advice is context driven so if you are a primary with a book corner and you want to know how to build a reading culture you can ask us and we won't just tell you to get a librarian like that's not what we're about we're about improving everything and um, in practical ways so don't be afraid to reach out I think each area of school librarianship, and this is part of the reason I was attracted to it in, in you know, my early career, each area has its own area of expertise. So whether it's the pedagogy or whether it's the media and information literacy or the research skills or children's literature, there's a lot to take on. So if you as a senior leader with all your other workload are trying to do that as well, don't. You've got experts, you've got associations out here, organisations out here to help you. So just reach out, get in touch with us and we can break things down and help you take it a step at a time. I think quite often libraries and the rest of education seem to not entirely be on the same page. I think part of that is support staff versus teaching staff. I think some of that is about different language that is used, but you know, I firmly believe that we're all trying to achieve the same thing. So don't be afraid to kind of just reach out and, and ask for help um, or just go, my librarian said this and that that makes no sense to me or vice versa. Um, so, you know, I would say don't try and do everything. It's just too much. Um, but think about what your number one priority is. And if you get that done over a course of a term, you're doing great. I can't really follow that. Superb <laughs> advice. So whether you have been using SLA since 1937 or you are brand new. If and you um, have, get in touch because we would <laughs> love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally do get in touch. I'd like to hear from you too. But if you have been using it for a long time, let's hear from you. I think Alison would love to hear from you. But if you've never heard of SLA, then they're there for you. Do get in contact. Have a look at that website. Um, if anything that we've said today has resonated, get in touch with Alison. Get in touch with me and I'll put you in touch with Alison, but also look at ASCO website. It's the green pages, the PD pages, where you will see on the 7th of December, Alison speaking for about 45 minutes or so on unlocking the potential of your school library. And then have a look at the ASCO Literacy Conference Programme where you'll see Alison firmly planted in there now and her stand will be there too. Alison, as always, it's been an absolute joy talking to you. I'd love to speak to you again soon. Take care and Absolutely. thank you everyone for listening thank today. You. See you all soon. The Askell Primary Leaders Podcast with Tiff Harris.